But first, we have a top story that takes us to a new case involving broker fraud. Clarissa Hawes is here to fill us in on the details. Clarissa, thanks for joining us this morning. Sure. Thanks for having me on today. So let's dig into it, Clarissa. We've got two top stories for us to touch on this morning. Quickly, though, we're going to talk about what's going on at the DOT with them really starting to crack down on folks who are stealing um, those DOT numbers. What's going on? Sure. And in this case, it was an owner-operator, you know, the the couple that I featured in this story. They're owner-operators. They got their own authority in, you know, two years ago. And, you know, they were doing their biannual update um, every two years. FMCSA requires them to update their MCS-150 form. And so she had done that and this spring and then a few months later, like in May, um, someone um, requested another PIN number for her, for their company, Murphy Trucking out of New Jersey, and um, then submitted the paperwork either um, through the mail or by fax. And and then an FMCSA employee inputted that new, you know, the fraudulent information for this company into Safer system, which as everyone in the industry knows that's where everybody goes that does maybe doesn't subscribe to a lot of services that can that have this information um, that they can go to and check you know if this company is authority is active if their insurance is active and and everything and so somebody had gone in and manipulated the the information you know to assign it to another address and things and and so um, basically their motor carrier's identity was stolen. And, and so it was like, they, you know, while, you know, Tony Murphy, who she runs the day-to-day operations while her husband, Chris, um, drives, um, you know, she got a call and, you know, noticed that, um, that their company had been posted, you know, for, you know, fraudulent activity, on, on a site that, that monitors these situations. And, and, you know, that, you know, that's what brought it to her attention that this had even happened to her company. And Clarissa, with this potential manual method of getting this information altered, does that also mean that there's a potential paper trail to find out who did this? And that's what FMCSA, she says that she's been trying to, um, to find out, but, you know, like they can't find the documents that would have been manually entered for some reason. And and FMCSA, while they've they're attempting to address this because their motor carrier isn't the only one affected, um, they're also trying to, um, yeah, they they just haven't shared exactly how um, this happened, other than it had to be done done through a manual process. Um, like fact by fax or by, um, you know, sending it in the mail. But, um, you know, she was never alerted that that the information had been changed, which she kind of felt like should have occurred um, because, you know, like two months earlier or a month earlier, she had, or she had you know, already filled out the paperwork, um, you know, and entered it in the system. So, but what they're trying to do now, FMCSA, to attempt um, people doing this, you know, that use a manual process is requiring them to provide a copy of their CDL um, 
as proof that they that this they own this DOT number. But what she's found is that brokers, um, you know, are are requiring this of motor carriers now, and then using you know, and for trusting trucking company owners that are being told, hey, you know, before, you know, you can haul this load, we need a copy of your CDL, um, you know, which is, you know, with the FMC, CSA doing that for the MCS 150, um, they're like, okay. Um, and then their identity is stolen that way as well. So, um, you know, it's at every turn, it seems that there's another way, you know, that this these front scammers are getting smarter and, more savvy and how they how they're operating. This is such an interesting intersection between the ideas of technology, the benefits of technology and the fact that even when things get done through a manual process, it's still not completely foolproof, right? When we're talking about the FMCSA and what they're looking at doing going forward, are we talking about now iterations and different different ways that they're going to now alter their system? Will include more technology or be a little bit more manual, or is there going to be somewhere in between they find that sweet spot? I definitely think that they're focusing more on technology, but they're also attempting to put safeguards in place to prevent this, where, you know, it's widely known that, you know, this is occurring and, you know, every day, another, you know, I could write every day about a double brokering situation and, and, you know, where, and in this case, FMCSA is, is attempting to, yeah, to reinvent the process going forward to make it a a safer process. But yes, they, they're attempting to add safeguards to prevent this. Um, from occurring, but it's going to be several, you know, it, it takes a while before like a federal agency can implement all of these changes. So, so maybe by the time that they do, you know, like they will have found a new way workaround, you know, to access this data. You just never know. That cat and mouse games always goes on. It seems like once there's a new solution, there's a new hole to kind of get around in there. So Cliff, so we're looking at what's going on now. How does this fit into what's going on with load boards? Is this also an area that would be a potential for, for um, fraud happening? Yes. And, and, you know, it's kind of a call for the load boards to, you know, to step up and, and prevent this from occurring, um, you know, and, and I think they've gotten the message, you know, I know DAT, um, which is one of the largest load boards in North America. They have um, they're attempting to shut down and and not allow um, some of these bad actors to post loads on their load board. And Truck Stop, you know, as well is also um, you know educating you know trying to educate um, customers on on what you know what you know how to prevent their company from being you know, scammed by a double broker or, um, you know, another scenario involving, um, you know, sharing their data because, you know, a Google search of a trucking company, you can find nearly everything about them, you know, so it's really hard to protect your identity in, you know, because, you know, so many services, you can just Google, 
Murphy's Trucking. And then, bam, you you know, have the address, you have the number of trucks, everything. And so, and, and then, you know, also when you provide um, your information to, you know, to buy for loads on these load boards, that information is also there and for, and right for, you know, ones that have bad intentions to access that information. It certainly seems that like, no matter what we try and do, bad actors are going to continue to be bad actors. And it's about mitigating that on the opposite side of things. Clarissa, thank you for joining us this morning with this story. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Right now, we're going to go over to the wall for our first carrier update of the morning. 